Hi there, we're ADV Marketing, a marketing agency that develops high quality and cost-effective marketing materials. Our relationship-driven business model and customized marketing solutions makes us the perfect partner for small businesses looking to grow. I'm your host, Lena Rice. Join Sarah and me here on Marketing Matters every other Monday to discuss business-to-business marketing topics. Now let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Marketing Matters, a podcast where we talk all things marketing and how it's related to your business. So today, we had a kind of a hot topic on our hands. Yes, it's one of my favorite topics right now. I have thoughts about this topic, for sure. <laughs> you and I've I gotten both- to play with it a little bit. One, Eric, we'll get to this. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. Yes. So today, we're going to talk about AI. But more specifically, we're going to talk about how AI can contribute to your business's marketing. Or can it? Yeah. That's the question we're going to answer today is, can it really help you? Because everywhere, and maybe it's just me because I'm in marketing, but there is a new AI product from everyone and their mother Mm -hmm. that claims to do something magical for me. Some of these include Canva's AI bot that claims to make content for you. Microsoft's AI bot that claims to make content for you. Like yep. they will make social media posts for you. Like that's the claim. Yeah. Um, you have so many. I don't even think I could begin to list them all. ChatGBT has been proven to be able to write articles and do all kinds of crazy stuff, outline yep. social media. So the question is, but is it truly useful? Yes. So there's a lot of them. So let's start with what are your thoughts on AI? Okay. Just give me like a high-level thought process. Okay. First of all, AI has been around for a while. It and has. I, okay, when I'm saying artificial intelligence, okay, okay let me back up even <laughs> I understand. Okay, so there's machine learning, and out of right. machine learning comes artificial intelligence, right. which basically is the idea that computers can think for themselves, right? And that's But they big. can't. Yes, but they use certain machine learning techniques Correct. to like create and like right. new ideas or come to their own analysis like mm-hmm. just stuff like that but what you have to remember is i think it's physics i don't know i'm not a, i'm not a science person <laughs> face, you can't tell but if you remember from high school physics i really hope it's physics it not be physics <laughs> some kind of science. science some kind of science um you know all matter cannot be created or destroyed right yeah the same concept applies to ai Yes. AI cannot create nor destroy anything. Sort of. Yes. Okay, <laughs> let me let me let me explain more about this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what we're talking about specifically in this episode is generative AI. Right. Which is generating content. Yep. So fun fact, I always talk about this. I studied generative AI and how effective it was at marketing yeah. in my A&M yeah, master's you are program. like the industry expert. And I did this right before ChatGPT entered the screen, entered yeah. the scene. Like literally a year before. Mm-hmm. And it was so crazy seeing ChatGPT come in after I'd done all this work because I to, in order to pitch my thesis or my right. project, I had to sit in front of my professor and he asked me like, yeah. can AI even generate anything? And this was before ChatGPT. And if 
if I had pitched that thesis now, it would have been a completely different discussion because yeah. now everyone knows AI mm -hmm. can generate things because of how much chat GBT has taken the world by storm right. and technology. Yeah. And if you look at anything having to do with technology, everyone's investing in generative AI. Yeah. It's like the thing to do. I think they said that the adoption rate of chat GPT was higher than like any other social media platform. Wow. It was higher than literally anything else that had come wow. onto the scene recently for technology and even like just a year ago that was not the case because I had to I had to justify my interest in AI and be like no really it can actually create like content yeah and be like no I can't do that and so on that topic generative AI isn't actually it wasn't invented by open AI who owns sure. chat GBT sure Google had had a poetry writer so a poet an AI poet for a while that could write its own AI poetry. Oh, wow. Um, there's AI, there was AI image generation technology sure. yeah. for a while, yeah. too. Like, that's been around for quite a while. Um, companies, like, art companies have been selling AI-generated paintings for a while, too. So, wow. like, it's not entirely new, mm -hmm. but it's just more present and available it's more accessible. than ever. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so that's what chat GPT chat gpt was right. um for anyone who doesn't know about chat gpt it's literally like just an application like right. it's a url you can go to yeah and they open ai who owns it had opened it up for testing and yeah. then people could log on and try it out they had some problems with how many people were accessing it so right. it took a while for people to even get on there but it's amazing technology yeah it's so crazy microsoft bought chat gpt's technology or the underlying technology behind it. Google has its own AI technology, very similar to it, called yeah. BARD. So yeah. that's what's going on in the search engine world. Huge, huge implications for yeah. search engines. It's changing the way people search, yeah. which you already mentioned this, which is a whole different discussion. <laughs> it takes human-generated content and repurposes it. So that's what I don't want to get into. Okay. So let's talk about that. So first, before we get into that, let's talk about the Google situation. Yeah. Because this is the tale that needs to be known if you're going to use AI. Mm -hmm. Google released their version of ChatGPT, basically. Their AI bot. Bard. Yes. Like Shakespeare. And, <laughs> and when they did that, there was a presentation, right? Like we're talking like Apple level, like uh, what are they called? Keynote. Yeah, situations. it's called a keynote, but it's like the unveiling of a yeah. product. Um, there was a presentation involved, mm -hmm. obviously. Uh, in this presentation, they were demonstrating the ability of this bot. What, what did the bot have to do? Um, so someone had put in things I can take my kids to go see this weekend. Okay, or something like that. Something like that. You want to tell them what happened? <laughs> yes. So the AI bot had spit out a number of answers, just like generating content about what they could go take their kids to go do. Yeah. One of them was go see the James Webb Telescope. Yeah. And the James Webb Telescope 
It was something like that. It might yeah. have not been the exact question, but the James Webb Telescope came up, and it said the James Webb Telescope was the first telescope to ever do something. I think it was like see a star or something sure. like that, or take pictures of the universe or something sure, like that. Sure, sure. Something revolutionary. Yes, and it said it was the first one. Well, it was in Google Slides. They had presented it, and it was a virtual thing, too, so people right. could see the live stream. After they finished that presentation, astronomers came on, Astronomers are the ones that study yeah, stars, right? Yeah. I'm very knowledgeable about marketing, nothing else. <laughs> but astronomers came on and saw that and was like, that's actually false. That's actually completely inaccurate. The James Webb Telescope was not the first one to do that. And yet AI had presented it like it was. And the way these AI bots generate content, they don't cite. Yep. They so don't they don't their create content. They don't. Yes. So the way that AI generated content works is it goes onto Google or wherever and pulls information relevant to your search and then spits it back out in a different format. Yep. So really what generative AI is doing is it's predicting the next word yeah. in a sentence. Yeah. Based on what all of the content already on yeah, online. Yeah. And there is another story about AI. Look, we have a lot of stories. So you're going to have to cut me off. But I know it's okay. So there was this other story about AI where um, it's actually the new Bing from Microsoft who oh, okay. uses this technology. Mm -hmm. A reporter was using the new Bing and started talking to it for like hours, just like trying to find its limits. And it found out that eventually the AI bot started to tell him that she, <laughs> they had an alter ego, it was a she, that she loved him, the reporter who was using Bing. And he, she gave herself, she, it gave itself a new name. It asked the reporter to leave his wife for her. <laughs> like, oh my like, god! Yeah, no, it took on this whole life. But that sounds like every other fictional story yeah. about every other AI bot that yeah. has like this other story, this yeah. like other mind. It, it reminds me of Smart House. Yes, exactly. I can't believe you watched that movie because it's the most indie movie. I think about it all the time. <laughs> that is so funny. I'm like, yeah. no one else has seen this movie, but it haunts me. It's but a anyway. Disney movie, I yes, think. Yes, it is. Yeah. But if I told that to anyone else, you know, besides you, they would be like, what? But I know what movie you're talking uh, yeah. about. Yeah. I mean, it's a creepy movie. It is creepy. I stayed at a smart house once. Um, it was an Airbnb. I did not know it was a smart house. So we show up, and there's, I mean, there's Google, like, whatever's everywhere. And, like, they, like all the lights were automated. So you would just talk and be like, hey, Google, turn off the lights. And, like, Google would turn off the lights. And, like, all the stuff. And it was the creepiest experience I've ever had. Yeah. Hands down. Like, I, I am a technology person, love technology. You know, I have those wacky family members that are like, I'm going to change my name on Facebook so nobody can find me and like yeah, yeah, all the yeah. things. And it's like, that's not how that works, but sure. <laughs> like okay. coming from marketing, I, I can still, I can still find your name. Yeah. I know that I can still find your name. Yes. Um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be scared of Facebook. Truthfully, just use it to your advantage yes. <laughs> because it's, you're going you're gonna to get more value out of it than they are getting from you. Yes, the same way. But Smart House is a really good like, yeah. thing to point because that yeah. is an example of something that a content piece that is published yeah. online about AI becoming sentient. Yep. All the AI did was like, oh, there's a high likelihood that I would say that yeah. I'm falling in love with this reporter based yeah. on all of the fan fiction that's yeah. been written about AI. All it's of interesting. Stories. Yeah, it's just predictions. That's yeah. all it is. And so... 
it has to predict from something yeah. and the something it's pulling from is human generated content yep. without human generated content AI generated content would not be possible correct so that gets into can it be helpful in marketing so let's let's talk about a couple things let's break this down because that if we just answer that question we'll talk for days <laughs> yeah let's break it down okay a small business versus a big business has two different answers in my opinion yeah um, a big business I would not use it I would probably stay away from it more often than not for a couple of reasons a big one is liability yeah. because you have a lot more liability being a big business the second one being um, just it can get messy really fast <laughs> yeah meanwhile if you're a small business likelihood of it having more value than detriments is higher and we're gonna get into why in a second yes so your answer has to do with the pitfalls versus the benefits yes. of generated by ai yeah so i'll say like the liability of ai comes from its inaccuracies correct because there's no checks and balance correct you che have to check yeah you're the check and balance yeah and how many times have like Sometimes you we're, just don't know. We're just not trained to be a check and balance for right. the stuff we find online because yeah. we've learned to trust it. Conventional searching already attributes sources and we still don't fact check sources. It's true. So if you take out the sources altogether, like you take out the website it came from, you take yeah. out the URLs, the authors, the web yeah. pages posted on, yeah. all of that content is just being pulled and fed to you. Yeah. You have even less to use to fact right. check it. So that's where the liability comes in. Also, it's unoriginal. So it is. like, so okay, okay. Let's let's, let's <laughs> further. Outlining content, I think it can be useful. Yes. Because it can outline an article that you can then go write yes. and make sure that you have all of the sources and accurate information and the things. Yes. Now, actually creating the content, I have two different answers. Okay. For designing content. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I'd say maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, I think it really depends on what it spits out. <laughs> yeah. You know, because sometimes it can spit out some crazy things. Yeah. Articles, be cautious. Super cautious. Um, you need, Do not copy and paste. You need to fact check. Mm -hmm. um, what I would recommend is throwing it into something like Grammarly or any site source, um, copyright, plagiarism plagiarism checker. checker thing so that you can find out one did it plagiarize because yes. it probably did yes because it doesn't have plagiarism plagiarism checkers either exactly so you need to figure out did it plagiarize and if so do you want to cite the source or you know use it to fact check all the things uh, that's that's where it gets a little bit more tricky yeah. is when it comes to actually writing content yes. in words Everyone everyone who has written stuff kind of tends to figure out that writing from a blank page is much harder it than is. revising drafted content. It is. So it lends a lot of efficiency because it yeah. gives you the starting place. It and does. That's, if you ask anyone who has played with ChatGPT, they're like, yeah. it's a really good starting point. It's a really it good is. starting place. Like, that's what they all say. And it really is. Yes. Um, but there are copyright issues, there are accuracy issues, and that's where you have to get very cautious. Yeah, originality issues. Yeah. That's the other thing. Everything that it produces will be like the most boilerplate, generic, yeah. standard yeah. mill content. If you've listened to any of our content episodes, yeah. you know that that is not 
what you're going <laughs> so for. So what we promote. Yes. So where does this get helpful? This gets helpful if you're a small business looking for some ideas for social media posts. If you're yes. like, give me 10 social media post ideas about blank industry. It'll give you some great ones. Mm -hmm. well, starting points, anyway. Yeah, starting not, It's not usually, like, fantastic off the bat. Yeah, it's, it's not starting like, point. It's not like, oh, my gosh, I've never thought of that before. It's just like, oh, yeah, you bring up good points. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, I forgot ones. that it's Memorial Day. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing. Um, you know, and then if you ask it, if you're like, oh, I want to write an article about XYZ, it can outline it for you or it could give you some topic ideas or whatever and a like starting phrase like yeah. the beginning of an intro like yeah. how to conclude it a call to action yeah. like things like that yeah that's where it's useful efficiency um is yes i completely agree yes. now if you want it to redo your website or give you all no. this content that mm -hmm. you can then just copy and paste that's where it's not useful. Yes. And I would not recommend. I predict. Okay, you're here for my prediction for the future of marketing. Um, I predict that because of generative AI, AI and the content that produces video is going to become so much more important. Which it already is. Yes, it's already grown the like trend is so insane. much. Yes. I think this time last year, or maybe even like 2021 or was 2022 last year yeah it was <laughs> so like last year they were like by the end of 2023 yes 60% yes. of content will be video yeah. and I feel like that's already true I agree like most of the content I see online is video content yep and I think and that's it only gonna, the best yes and that's only gonna increase because the yep. one thing that AI can't do is be human and yep. you're usually filming humans yeah so there's that I think it's just going to become more important. I completely agree. So that's our long-winded, very complicated answer to whether or not AI can help you with your marketing. It depends. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, there are pros and cons. Yes. But you are now aware of yes. the pros and cons, which is kind of the goal. Yeah. For this episode. So, well, thank you for listening. I hope it was helpful. Yes. <laughs> if anything, it was interesting. Yeah. Obviously, I love talking about it. So questions yeah. are welcome. Yeah. Feel <laughs> free to reach out to Sarah on LinkedIn and she will gladly talk to you about AI all day long. Yes, I will. Actually, may not want to do that because she will talk to you about AI all day long. I will. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will see you guys in two weeks. Bye.